You're listening to We Want To Be Better with Annie and Bianca. The podcast too cheap to afford intro music, so this is us playing on a child's piano. More like this is us performing a crime against music. Hey, we'll get better. That's what the podcast is all about. (laughs) We want to be better. We want to be better. Yeah. Oh, the harmony. (laughs) We want to be better. We want to be better. Broadway style. We wanna be better. We wanna be better. Yeah. Oh yeah. That wasn't too bad. That was awful. <laughs> so I thought that I would be better. Yeah. And be proactive. Good. This week. Yeah. I mean, like every week. Obviously. <laughs> That's yeah. sort of what we're signed on That's for, isn't it? unfortunately what we've agreed to well, do. Well, I've had two tasks this week, actually. Yeah. So my little side, side be better thing this week was mm. that for ages I have wanted to take out my nipple piercing. Yeah. And I even wrote a blog on it ages ago saying that I was getting it taken out. And I'm like, yeah, free the nipple of its little balls. What? It's, a, it's like two little balls, if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, so it's not a... It's a bar. It's a bar. So why don't you just take it out, though? Cause... So it's fused. So I wrote this blog and I was like, this is great. Everyone, I'm just letting you know that I'm now a mature woman. Yeah. And I don't really need this piercing anymore. And yeah. I put it out for the public to read. And I could never get it taken out because it was fused shut. Anyway. <laughs> the bionic woman over here. Nice. I, I Every now and then I put clothes on and it gives a little tug. Mm. And just reminds me of when I was breastfeeding and you'd get that little nip. And I'm like, hmm. A nip on the nipple. A nip on the nipple. Yeah. A nip on the old nip. So did you take it out? I went in. And I thought, this is it. I'm going to be better. I'm going to get it taken out. And she came out with pliers. <gasps> now, <gasps> the last place you want pliers is your nipple. <laughs> the metal's quite thick on it. So it's pretty heavy-duty pliers to get it taken out. Well, cutters or whatever they oh are. My God, God don't. don't ask me for the technicalities. <laughs> and it was just so close to my nipple that I no, I, I couldn't do it. You chickened out. So again, another <laughs> I want to be better that hasn't eventuated, that is still there. But it was really good. It served me well because when I was breastfeeding, I used to have slow tap, fast tap. Yes. So I, if I had somewhere to go and I needed to breastfeed really fast on that pierced one. Right boot. Yeah. Interesting. Pierced. Because when I got, because I had my nipple pierced, which... I will get into in a minute. But um, when I got mine done, my mum thought, aren't you going to choke your baby eventually when you breastfeed because the milk will come out too fast? And I thought, it doesn't work like that, mum, but evidently it does. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like when you bottle feed a baby, on the teeth they have different flow. I don't know. I didn't really bottle feed for that long. Oh, actually, I did. The twins do a little bit. But they have, like, different um, flow strength. Ah. And it's how many holes are in the end of the teeth. <laughs> so your piercing is just... I am fast flow. So I'm like a level three on my right. And I'm like a newborn baby on my left. Amazing. It's really good. It served me really well. But I really want to grow up. And my and apparently it you doesn't want to leave me. <laughs> I want to break up with my nipple piercing, but it won't. It's clinging on. It's clinging on. I, um, it's funny you say grow up because I got my nipple pierced when I was 
15? Yes. Yeah, 15. Oh, it's... Is that... I So I just said yes. <laughs> like, that's normal. How is that allowed? That's <laughs> not... I had to have my mum give consent when I got my belly button pierced at 16. No, I, I think... Because I'm so original. Well, yeah, getting see, my belly button pierced. So what happened to me, I wagged school because I'm, like, a sick bitch. And my friend and I went into the city and I was going to get my industrial pierced, which is one that goes through the bottom of your ear to the top of your ear. Like, it's quite a full-on thing, but... Mm. It's an expensive piercing, and I only had $50. So she said to me, I cannot do that for you. $50 to ruin your nipple for life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't know I was going to ruin my nipple at this stage. And she said, for $50, I can pierce either your tongue, your navel, or your nipple. And I thought, well, if I come home with a tongue or, like, a tongue piercing, my mum will evidently see it and go nuts. Britney Spears isn't, you know, the queen that she once was, so I'm done with the navel piercing. I'm not doing that. That's so 2000, right? Yeah. So I thought, fuck it, I'll get my nipple pierced. And I got it done and, um, yeah, I liked it. Although the whole pulling on the clothing, that you've really got to watch yourself. That does happen. It does happen. Um, And I thought, well, I'm not going to tell my mum about it. And then, um, oh, bless my mum. She's talking to me about how we're really good friends and, you know, how she just loves that there's no secrets between us and I'm just sitting there with guilt, like, you know, my face has gone hot, my boob is on fire because that's where the lie is, is lying. <laughs> so I said, oh, like, mum, there is something I do need to tell you that I've been keeping from you. And she said, what is that? And I was like, oh, maybe got my nipple pierced. And she didn't believe me because you wouldn't. Why would you? At what point in time did I go and get my nipple pierced? She just didn't believe me. She said, I want to see so I showed her and she was like, oh, that's that. All right, you got your nipple pierced, no worries. And I said, well, just don't tell anyone because I don't really want the whole family to know about it. And she said, your secret's safe with me. Mm. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Because <laughs> I get uh, my brother, as soon as my brother gets home, mum just points at me and is like, Bianca got a nipple pierced. <gasps> your brother. To my brother. Nice. And I'm standing there like holding my boobs in shame and mum said and he said oh well show me and I thought oh for fuck's sake all right I'll show you quickly whipped my tit out put it away and he just said oh you've got really big areola (laughs) to which to which which okay he's not wrong not wrong I'm aware of it I didn't need to be told at 15 by my brother and my mum says I thought the exact same thing. I oh. said, oh, great. Body shaming me at the age of 15. No fucking worries, guys. And then you never told your mum another secret. <laughs> ever. Yeah, I'm never telling you another secret. Um, yeah, but that's... Um, Honey, though, yeah. I thought you were seriously going to tell the other story. I hope you allow me to <clears throat> say this on the podcast. I don't know if I should but say it. I don't know if I should But I think you had another piercing that actually did come out. Did yeah, you know? Would right. you like to extrapolate? Yeah, I'll extrapolate. All right. So, look, when I was 17, I thought... Again, <laughs> can, we just, can we just stop there? Is that underage again? Yeah. Well, okay, say what it is. I got what? my clitoris pierced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at, age, at the ripe age of 17. Because I thought nipples are out. That's old school. That's old school. Let's get my clit done. So I would like to point out... By the way, so there is two types of uh, clitoris piercings you can get. You can actually get the clitoris itself um, pierced, 
And I didn't do that. I had the hood pierced. So it doesn't... Because some people, if they have their clitoris pierced, can just, like, orgasm spontaneously. Like, just sitting in a boardroom meeting. I don't know what 17-year-olds in a boardroom meeting, but... everyone's tuned in because I really want to be better at that clitoris piercing knowledge this well, is great yeah. <laughs> look it was really pretty i loved it and you know occasionally <laughs> occasionally i'd go over a speed bump and it would be a bon appetit like it was just so good you know you'd feel this like oh that was nice oh, um babe. but the issue is so there's two good things when it comes to sex with a clip piercing the good thing is men can find it it's like x marks a spot okay? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they know exactly what it is the issue is but it's kind of like you know those books for dummies or whatever? Yeah. It's like sex for dummies. It is Head sex for dummies. Head for dummies. <laughs> yeah, if your man's having trouble finding it, just um, get your clip pierced because I guarantee you they will not miss that one. Um, and you get the added bonus of speed bumps. Yeah, and speed bumps, exactly. Or like really tight underwear. Ooh. Um, but anyway, I was, you know, hanging out with a guy and he was performing cunnilingus, which is the fancy term for going down on yeah, me. Yeah, because we course. are sophisticated. I'm sophisticated, obviously, with my 15-year-old nipple <laughs> I don't understand why we are rate. What do we what do we rate it as again? Um, explicit. Yeah. This podcast is explicit, explicit. apparently. Yeah. I don't know why, because we use technical terms. Like cunnilingus. Yeah. Now, the issue is, the issue, the bad part about having this piercing is that guys would just focus on the piercing and not really get to the clitoris, which is where the magic happens, you know? And so this guy's down there for too long. I was like about to give up because I'm like, dude, this isn't going to work, but whatever. Let him, let him have his fun. And then he just said, Oh, I don't know if this is meant to come out. And I turned the light on and he pulled it out with his teeth. He pulled the piercing out. My inner thighs clinch <laughs> every time. I, I've heard the story, but every time you say it, my yeah. pelvic floor never ever yeah. do I work out my pelvic floor, but it all clinches. You just need to keep telling me that story yeah, so just that I get real tight. Get desensitized yeah. to it. So what had happened was he, he didn't even rip, like it wasn't bleeding. I'm checking down there. I'm thinking, oh, great. I've just ruined my vagina. But what had happened was he pulled the ball bearing through the hole. So the whole thing came out through the piercing That hole. is brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. And also shows you the resilience of a vagina. Oh, I, I put it back in after that. It was fine. Like, my vagina <laughs> knows no ends. Vulva, vulva, vulva. Vulva, vulva. vulva, vulva. My vulva <laughs> can obviously take a beating. So there you oh have it. Just, just if anyone is listening and they think, you know what, a clitoris piercing sounds like it's for me. Just be wary. There's pros and cons. There's pros and fucking cons. Oh, nasty ones. They're two extremes of the scale. Absolute extremes. Pleasure and excruciating <laughs> unnecessary pain. Yeah. But, yeah. I there mean, you go. But we've all... Yeah. Well, we've all had... Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely would, would... Don't regret ever having gotten that piercing, but I am glad that it's gone because I... Yeah. I like my vulva and vagina just being its natural self but it was pretty for the time so and you look you have a pretty nipple with the you know a piercing that's there for life so yeah. that's good <laughs> I like to think that when I am an old lady in the nursing home and I still don't have it out at least when they go to shower me and you know that sort of thing and I've kind of lost my dignity a little bit mm. they'll look at me and think she lived no, a life. She she was so fun. <laughs> I, I went hung out with her back in 2018. 
She was so fun. <laughs> because you failed at getting pliers around your nipple, which I get. So if that was your one challenge, because you said you had one challenge, what was your other challenge? My other challenge was hypnotherapy. All right. So we talked about this a little bit on the last one. Yeah. And I've only had two sessions, so... Pfft. I'm just going to act like I know everything about hypno- hypnotherapy now yeah. because I've done it. Well, I act like I know everything about clitoris piercing, so I think it's But you fine. do. You actually <laughs> do. You just told so much detail and I will give that to you. You really do. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't turn into a chicken. Okay. Good. I didn't turn into a chicken and I did no magic. There's absolutely no, no magic. magic to it at all. It's... Unbelievable though. I'm so pro hypnotherapy. Oh, now. really? Yes. Lay it on me. I want to hear. Essentially, oh, so you walk in, and the very first time that you go there, you sit down and you have to identify what you're there for. Mm-hmm. And so I said, mostly anxiety for myself and also sleep. The, the magic definitely hasn't worked on the sleep still, but it's definitely helped the anxiety. Already? Yes. After two sessions? Yes. Unbelievably so. Anyway, so you fill out all this stuff, and I talked to him for ages about everything. It was almost like um, a psychologist at the start of it. Right. But again, they're not, you know, hypnotherapists aren't accredited accredited psychologists, and he made that clear the entire time. Mm-hmm. But it's more so he can get an idea of what you know what it is that was troubling me and if he can help with the hypnotherapy side of things good good doing some research that's good yeah and i love when people are honest i don't like when people sort of pretend there's something they're not yeah so i really love the transparency of it and it made me really trust him too that i'll yeah anyway dude i mean it's just having a chat really about what's ailing you it's no like i do the same with every uber driver that i get at 3am so it's not i mean it's i'll have a chat with anyone you know if there's something going on in my life mate i will let you know well girlfriend over here is a little bit uptight Uh, and a little bit i'm not ashamed of it but i keep a lot inside right and that's probably why i am the way i am Mm -hmm. anyway did it and laid back in this comfy couch just like on a movie and essentially all it is is like deep meditation Mm. but it's assisted so that's the only way that I can like explain what it is it's not like and when I click my fingers bang your anxiety is gone yeah but he does talk on this like very monotone level and when you first start off he would. He was like saying things like, "Now feel your fingertips, the energy in your fingertips, and weird stuff." But that's Could really you? just to, yeah, get get you to relax. Though it's mm. to get you to concentrate on that. Kind of like being in drama class <coughs> when they make you all lie down on the floor and yeah, feel your body melting into the ground. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So essentially, you lie down, and he says all these things to get you to concentrate on. I don't know, your fingertips or your earlobes or whatever it is, but really it's kind of just distracting you so that you can think about just those things and be present rather than all of the anxious things that you're usually feeling. Because, you know, it's like when you go yeah. to bed, I yes. assume this is probably why you don't sleep because those thoughts rush into your head yeah, and you the can't. the room is dark and I'm laying there and I just all of a sudden get hit with everything. Yeah, 100%. So... 
yeah, I lean and I did my thing. And at the start, I could feel my body jittering because I don't sit still. That's my natural, I don't know, level that I'm always on is fidgety. Yeah. And I relaxed. You would be shocked. I relaxed. And I even felt a little bit of dribble. Like, it was that <laughs> that relaxing. Okay, I have braces, so I'm drooling constantly. So I, I 100% relate to that. But, yeah, I drool constantly without even wanting to. Just And you can't even, like, out. lift your hand because you're trying to relax. So you're like, mm, don't concentrate on the drool. But <laughs> I did it. And then once you get into this state, then he sort of gives you affirmations. Oh, I like that. Things about... For example, and it's so unrelated to um, particularly what I'm anxious about, but you know, like little things that annoy you. Say when your dog is just going off barking because there's a bird in the tree or something, or you're trying to sleep and an ambulance goes past. So he said to me, like again, affirming, those things that happen, they're not... They're not annoying. They're thing. They're things trying to help you. That ambulance is there if you ever need it. Those dogs are really protective of you, and they're trying to protect you. Mm. And all these are like amazing thoughts and reshaping the way that you feel about the little things that annoy you. Yeah. Obviously, my anxiety is about bigger things, but if we can eliminate the little things, yeah. Like Drake, start from the bottom, you know, you got to yes. get all the little things and then now we're here, you I know. I mean, I should have just listened to Drake then. Yeah. To be honest, everyone should just listen to Drake. I mean, he brought out YOLO, right? You only live once. Well, that's right. <laughs> and I wish I had that attitude. <laughs> I mean, I'm not religious, but if I had to choose, it would be Drakeism. That would be my religion. Of course it would. <laughs> it basically is. What am I saying? Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Anyway. Yeah, it's working. I'm, I'm not really through happy. it. I'm not finished. It was just really good. And it's like really deep meditation. And I am less anxious. Oh, also, his um, audio setup, huh, so much better than ours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he recorded his voice and then sends it to you. Like, you know, there's like a mindfulness app mm-hmm. that you can have. But this one that he makes is specifically for me. So in it is all the little things that I had said in that first consultation. He has said via audio and I can listen to them. So do you have homework that you have to do during the week and it's like you need to take 10 minutes out of a day to sit down and listen to my voice? Yes. Right. But like he was pretty chill about it. He's like... Try and get up a little bit earlier before your kids. Beat them beat them to wake up and just have a shower and then sit and do it. And it's not long. It's 10 minutes and it really shapes the way that you are through the whole day. Mind you, getting up before your kids is so much better for your day. Yeah. Oh, just I've, that alone. I heard that. I, yes. I'm saying yes, but I've, I've heard that. I don't obviously have children. When you're in deep sleep... And your kids come in and they wake you and you're sort of like, oh, get off me, get off me. And then you sort of feel like you're fighting to start the day. Yeah, yeah. When you get up yourself and you can compose your thoughts and then approach them to get out of bed for whatever the day is. Oh, my goodness. That alone is amazing. That helps my anxiety so much because I feel like I've taken control of the day. That sounds great. It was awesome. (laughs) 
Yeah, so you did really well. I then. did. I mean, I didn't get my nipple piercing out. Yeah, well, that's. But I did. That we can always get there. You and know, you, you know what? Be... I know a guy who was really good with his teeth. I'm sure he could help you out as long as Liam's okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I'll think... hook him up for you. Don't even stress. So my challenge this week is, in a way, I don't blame my veganism for this at all. But my veganism has gotten a bit out of control. And you're a vegan too, so I'm sure that you'll understand what I'm about to say. But it kind of creeps up on you to the point that you it have escalates. so much, It escalates, right? Yeah. And you just, you can't allow the suffering of animals at any stage. It, yes. And it, I didn't expect that to happen to me because I went vegan for the environment. And then, and I think the thing is, you know, when you see, you know, videos of animals in meat factories and how awful it is Mm -hmm. when I was a meat eater I would see that and just look away because I thought I don't like out of sight out of mind I don't care but then when I started becoming cognitive dissonance yes so oh look how fancy we are I know so when I started becoming more into my veganism uh I started really caring about this shit a lot more and it's gotten to the point now that I can't hurt anything I was moving a bag. I really don't think that this is a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. Okay. It's not, but it conflicts with something. So I was moving a bag and I it was a really hot day and I was moving a bag of rubbish and underneath it was some worms. Yeah, the rubbish had been there for a long time. So there were these worms and I moved the bag and I just saw all of these worms living under this bag that Quick I just moved. Garden. And I freaked out because yeah. I thought it's such a hot day. Yeah. These poor worms are going to die. So I started collecting them, rounding them up. Never thought this would be me, by the way. Yes. Picking up worms and throwing them in the garden, getting my hose to water the ground where it was. And yes. I thought, what the fuck just happened to me? <laughs> Who did I become? I have always been that person. I had a snail rehabilitation center when I was a kid. I'm not even joking. On the way to school, everyone stand on snails. I'd collect them all. I'd put them in this little cage spray it down with water, give them, like, all these greenery. They'd grow their, their shells back, and then i put them in the garden. <laughs> and then my mum would be like, great, great, thanks, Annie. Like, that's what we needed. Some more snails. Collect all the neighbourhood snails and put them in our garden. See, okay, so you do get what I'm saying on that, except for me it's a new journey, okay? So it's I new for me. I love this. It's great. But so as much as I love animals, um, you know... Even, let's say, Ace Ventura, okay, he had an affinity with animals. But even he hated bats, okay? So, as much as I love every living creature, there is one creature on this earth that terrifies me and I have an actual phobia of. Right. And when I tell you what it is, I know you're going to laugh, but I'm petrified of moths. Moths. I'm trying not to have a reaction because <laughs> you said don't laugh. Yeah, moths. Oh, okay. So, moths are... Like no. essentially butterflies. Uh, Are don't. you scared of butterflies? No, I'm not. And I would that is so like I feel like that's sort of like racistish. It's not. No, it is. It's not racist. You're just so mean. Actually, it's like it's like socioeconomic. Like the butterflies all get the nice tropical environments and like get put in the beautiful b- butterfly thing in the zoo and mm. everyone loves them. And then moths just have to live off clothes mothball things and I just think you're so mean to moths. Okay, the reason they're very different. I think you're comparing them like they're the same. Okay, so butterflies float. They flutter. Okay. Moths, 
are psychopaths that fly at you in the middle of the night Don't and diagnose your hair. them. No, that's just the way that they like <laughs> go. I can't handle them. They they petrify me so much. But and normally they're just trying to be be. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and that's the issue because normally I would just scream to my husband. He'd come out and you know kill it or move it or get it away. And now I can't do that because I think that moth has just a right to be here as much as I do. It's not my place. But how am I supposed to coexist with these motherfuckers? Because they are the devil. So <laughs> I've had to overcome my fear. And my, like most people, I guess, if you want to overcome your fear, you have to uh, learn more about it. So I thought yes. I would be kind of like Bath- Batman, but Mothman, and overcome my fear of bats. But I, I think I got the Batman narrative. Uh, I don't think Batman was <laughs> I don't know what happened there, but I thought that Batman was like, his parents were killed by bats, so then he became a Batman, but that's I not... I really, really don't think that happened, but pretty sure if, if it did happen, I really, I will apologise. Yeah, I don't think that is what happened. I think he just went along with bats because it sounded cool. I'm not really sure. I just thought he liked the colour black. Look, I don't have any respect for him anyway, because he's like the worst one of the superheroes. He is... The Donald Trump of superheroes, because it's literally just saying if you've got enough money, you can do what you want. He has no oh, powers. Yeah, that's he so just true. Pay, yeah, exactly. So yeah. fuck you, Batman. And he drives his car to overcompensate. Yeah, hundred percent. Whatever. Have you ever been to um, the Gold Coast movie world and seen him? He hangs out the side of his car. Like everyone else, <laughs> everyone else is on a float. Yeah, and exactly. Just, like all of the other superheroes are on a float, and they're just smiling at mm. the kids. No, not Batman. He's got a snarl. Are you, meant yeah. to, are you meant to be approachable, mate? Yeah. He's, are you meant to be helping us? He is like TLC, I don't want no scrub, okay? Because oh. he's hanging out the back seat right. drive. I no. think we, can, we both can agree so, we like. Yeah, we don't like Batman, but I also don't like moths. So I've started to research about moths to figure out, you know, what do you do? Because I thought if I learn more about them, I'll have a bit more respect for them. Kind of, whatever. So like, I've learned a little bit about them. I couldn't even look at the pictures of them on the internet because it was making me sick. So I've learned that they're really good pollinators. And knowing that, you know, we've got bees dying at alarming rate, I thought, okay, that's enough reason for me to say... Yeah, the environment. The environment. Like... Okay, great. Um, but the reason that they fly at you with the lights is because they have this thing called... I'm getting really technical. Phototaxis. Okay. And they're positively phototaxis, which means that these animals um, will fly or navigate by an angle relative to a light, dis- uh, a distance of a light. So the moths think it's usually the moon. And that's why if I'm sitting outside having, you know, a wine with my girlfriend and I've got the back light on, the moths are coming at me and I freak out because they're around the light. Right. So I just turn on a different light away from me and they go to that light. I figured it out. I Girl. yeah I know. So now the moths don't bother me. I mean, like I still so you're don't bother. Like in the dark. <laughs> no, no. I have one light that, that's for me, but then I put on a light further out into the garden, so they go to that light and they don't bother me. And we live in perfect harmony. harmony. It's amazing. Oh, so I wow. literally, for one time on this freaking podcast, have actually succeeded in something. I am so proud of you. I know. I'm sorry that day that I came up behind your ear with yeah. that little piece of plastic yeah, and flooded it and pretended I was a moth. Yeah, that was really, um, that's why you're a good friend. I was, really I was trying to do the exposure method. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. how people like thrust me onto planes. Right. Drug well, me up and stuff. Well, the next time that I want to help you, I'll just come in. Yeah, at least you don't have to players. take Valium to get over your fear. No, because I couldn't. 
because they're everywhere. They are yeah. everywhere, and there's nothing that you can do about it. And I've just if learned. I had a moth right now, would you be able to look at it? No, I don't like them. I, I, well, they, you're not really over your fear, if, then, are you? No, I'm not. I I'm not. Over, you can't overcome a phobia. I don't think. Really? Because, well, there are people that are afraid of marshmallows, I, Annie. Yeah, but I was afraid of needles when I was a kid, and then I just had babies and got over that real quick. Oh, so you're saying that Absolutely, I Absolutely, should... I do not have fear, fear of needles at all. Well, because you Mind had so you, many... I also got my nipple pierced, so... Yeah, mm. if, if you're saying to me that all I have to do is go through, uh, like, get into some sort of moth pit and go through so, like, the existence of so many moths on my body that I'll finally get over it, I'm happy just coexisting. I don't, I'm happy I think I am meal. too. Yeah. Because I feel like that would crush a lot of moths. Yeah. <laughs> and they're good pollinators, Addie. We need them. So I know. Oh, well, I'm really proud of you, B. Thank you. I'm really proud of you. And uh, if anyone else is listening, if you're terrified of moths, just um, turn on a different light because we need them. And that's coming from a fellow moth hater. And I'm telling you not to do it, so don't do it. But I will enforce the idea that everyone should maybe try a genital piercing once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I look, if it's going to help with head, you know, <laughs> yeah. great. Because oh, receiving head, though. Receiving head. Not giving head. No, I don't like giving head. No one likes giving head. Like I've said to you before, when I go to hell, I'm not religious. I'm not religious at all. But when I go to hell, I will be sucking dick and making school lunches <laughs> that is what my form of torture will be and i'll just I be in the dark room with moths okay so <laughs> no piercing is gonna help me come near it yeah so it is the worst thing to do although you know i have braces so i can't really do oh, it oh excuses excuses i need braces get That's braces what I need. you can't do right, it right next week Getting braces on. I think Mum is more excited for me to get my braces off than I am, and I'm kind of just thinking, shit. Like on the one hand, I'll be able to eat corn on the cob, but on the other hand, I'll have to give a gob. So I don't really, <laughs> I don't really want to cob, 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 cob. cob. Yeah, uh, 